0: Welcome to Relatable with Ash, where we talk about all things mindset, wellness, relationships, and empowerment. I just want to jump on before you dive into this juicy episode because we do mention trauma. We don't go into specifics, but it is mentioned. So if This is something that is recent for you that you are still working through. It's on the top of your mind. I would recommend not listening to this. However, if some time has passed and you're really wanting to get into how you can shift your trauma and being triggered and whether that's big trauma or little trauma, um, this episode really will be beneficial for you. Um, So hop into something comfy if you can if you're one of those people, and get ready to dive right in. Cool. Welcome back to the Relatable podcast. I am here with our new guest for this week, Laura Ead. Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm very honored to be on your podcast.
0: I'm excited to have you on because you are (laughs) a
1: fireball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless, bless yourself. So we have connected so well and I'm I'm really excited for this conversation. So for those of you who don't know me or you might follow me on my Instagram, my name is Laura Ede. I'm a mindset coach, a podcast host, a NLP practitioner and um, workshop facilitator. I'm newly getting into that and I'm really excited about that. So my mission is Um, through my coaching is to empower people to live a more mindful, aligned life. That's how I sum it up in a nutshell. I'm super passionate about mindfulness and just helping people to... not be so stuck in their mind chatter because I used to be that girl that was so consumed with her mind chatter that there was no space. And I was lost in my thoughts and my feelings. And of course it caused me all types of anxiety and stress. And I wouldn't say I was depressed, but near, near at times I would have periods um, through the month where I just could not get out of my funk. Um, And so now that I have learned the tools, and I have seen success with um, establishing these really amazing habits, I could not sit back and just watch people suffer. And so I am super passionate about what I do. I love coaching. It's It's not really a job to me. It's more so my passion and my life's purpose. That's Mm. truly what I feel. I feel grounded in it. And I just feel really grateful that I'm in the era where I can speak online and help people and connect with people and build a community. Um, Yeah, and I'm learning and growing with everyone still. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is a huge one. That's a huge one. But um, your... I guess what you, I was going to say your superpower, Um, what you've really are like an expert in is this mindfulness because you've been through a period of your life where you were in the depths of it. The mind chatter was rampant. And when you go to that space, it feels like the mind chatter is a part of you. And so many people are living with that where the mind chatter is like it's constant and they believe it's a part of, well, it is part of them, but they believe that the the chatter is who they are. And mm. um, I absolutely adore all your Instagram posts. And so each morning when I like look at them, there's something, there's a takeaway something like a little nugget. And what was really cool was, oh, it's happened so many times, but one that really stood out was um, it might've been a post about a podcast that you made and you talked about Eckhart Tolle and the power of now. And that was the second time this week that someone had brought up that book. And so I was like, mm. I'm going to jump on and I'm going to listen to it. Um, because I, at that point in time, which I'm still figuring out now, but was really struggling with the mind chat. It was just overtaking me daily, um, just driving everything that I would do and I would end up stressed and overwhelmed and I started getting physical body aches and and tension headaches and, and all this. Um, so then I found it for free on Spotify, which I don't know if it's oh. legal. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, someone's up. I don't think it's legal, but <laughs> I found it while I had it. I thought the universe is sending me a sign. So yeah. I listened to it and I literally spent after seeing your Instagram video, after listening to that podcast episode of yours, and then um, I chucked on The Power of Now and I listened to it all day and I slowed down and it has been profound for me. Like the whole idea that the ego is this false sense of self. um, Would you be able to dive into for the listeners kind of what the ego is and how that all plays out in mind chatter and stuff I
1: would, <laughs> I would love to
0: oh my god yeah
1: so i highly recommend his books his other book a new earth is just as profound and i think in a new earth he dives deeper into ego like there's a whole chapter on it in depth even more um so the ego is identif- identification with any type of form, whether that's a thought, a feeling, something in the physical world. So when you become so identified with it that you think it's you. So he talks about in the book, how so many people are stuck in their mind chatter. They think their thoughts are them. And so, when you detach, when you disassociate from the thought, and you realize that I'm the thinker of my thoughts, not my thoughts, I am the space between my thoughts, that um, basically you can live a more happy, joyful, stressless, stressless life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, does that make sense? Um, because Eckhart Tolle says all, um, all joy, all happiness resides in the present moment. Um, when you're not consumed in the mind chatter, which is the ego that is identified with form. Um, yeah, and and tuning into yourself, your higher self, which is not your ego, because you, your mind chatter as well, like on a scientific level, like there's that kind of spiritual side as well, but on a scientific level, it is there for survival purposes to keep you safe. So if you didn't think, and if you didn't think, oh God, what's going to happen? What if, what if? Back in the day, you probably wouldn't have survived. So it's just a matter of um, knowing that and going, okay. Thought I see you. I'm aware of you, but um, I'm actually safe right now, um, and I'm not. I'm not consumed in that, and I can bring myself back to the present moment.
0: That that was absolutely beautiful. I just have to stop you right there because <laughs> that just like you even explained it in a way that. Has, was just new to me um this is like I feel I'm relatively beginner in the whole ego work and mindfulness although I've tried it for so many years um, and being able to understand it in that way was awesome so thank you um I also noticed that you made a post and i don't recall where or what it was exactly but it was around trauma or that you were learning about trying to learn about trauma is that Mm. tied in with mindfulness or you just have like a curiosity around that as well Mm
1: -hmm. so the book that i'm reading at the moment how to do the work which you also Mm. have (laughs) um by the holistic health what's her what's her title the holistic psychologist Psychologist. yes. Holistic health coach. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was reading that in the sun the other day, and I posted on my Instagram story that I was reading all about how trauma dysregulates your nervous system, and how a lot of um mental disorders are actually not so much mental disorders are actually to do with your nervous system, and it's more of a bodily in the body, mm. which I found very very interesting. So yeah, I was I was talking about that, but. Mindfulness does help regulate your nervous system because you're coming back to the present moment, you're slowing down your heart rate, you're telling your body it's okay to go back to rest and digest, which is the opposite of fight or flight mode. Um, So, you know, fight or flight can be good, you know, in times where we need it, you know, the frustration um, and anxious feelings can be good, but for, for a prolonged amount of time when you're like we're talking about just before when you're attached when you're in that state for long periods of time it's it's not good for your
0: health um so yeah kind of ties in there yeah yeah that's and that's been i've that's been very true for me i have i also i guess want to point out there are there are different kinds of trauma and and you know we refer to it as like big t trauma and little T trauma. And, um, you know, just because you haven't been to war and come home and had PTSD from it doesn't mean that you don't have trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have been through both big and small traumas. And I know that when I'm triggered, it, it usually starts as a thought. And then when I attach to that thought, it creates this really intense emotion in my body. And it's so intense, my whole body physically becomes overwhelmed and I can't shake it and then I start to get really emotional and I get scared and I get all these things and so even in a book that I'm reading called um, Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski it's all about like sex and and, um, understanding like sex and things like that but she even says that the key to dealing with trauma especially if it's involved in the sexual realm mindfulness is like perfect Mm -hmm. because Like you said before, it is a muscle that you have to, like, strengthen. You do have to learn how to be mindful and be present. But, and that's, once you're able to do that, you're able to disassociate from that thought, just like you've been saying as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought it was really cool that Mm -hmm. um, we've been on the same wavelength for for a while, which is really cool. I've also been reading um and you've probably heard of it the body keeps the score Oh yes I want to read that Oh it's look it's a lot um but it is so good for becoming trauma informed um mm. they they even sorry his name is Bessel van der Kolk and he talks about an experiment that these scientists did where they took these dogs and they put them in a cage and then they electrocuted the dogs And so they were electrocuted to the point where some of them had shit themselves or peed themselves and they're whimpering and crying. So then once they've done that, the scientists go in, they unlock the door and they leave it open. And what they noticed was that the dogs would not walk out of the cage. But as soon as the humans came over and lend a hand to them and assisted them, then they were able to walk out so the trauma that they had experienced shook their it wasn't just it wasn't the electricity that had um what's the word paralyzed them it was their response to the trauma that they were like I, I physically I don't know what to do I don't know the way out I need some mm-hmm. assistance mm. and I guess that's what um that's what all these tools are you know uh learning to be present with mindfulness and meditating, breath work, physical body movement, all these things are so super important for all of that. Um, And it was a post you put out yesterday about um, moving your body if you're feeling like you're having like a bit of an off day. And I was not going to do anything until you said that. And I was like, stuff it, I'm going for a walk. And my day like turned around. It was fantastic. So- so good yeah I'm curious to know how did you get into um movement for mindfulness or mm-hmm. movement for mental health I suppose hmm So I started
1: with the gym. I was very obsessed with the gym from a young age. I think I started at the gym when I was like 16 because I thought I had to go. Mm. Um, But exercise, I've always been into sports. And so I guess it's that mental clarity. You get the endorphins going. Endorphins help with, um, you know, stress and pain relief and and all of that, Um, the feel-good chemical. But um, lately... I, since through my self-development journey over the past five years, I've listened to a lot of Tony Robbins and he talks about how your physiology changes your psychology. So sometimes it's not as easy as, oh, doing a positive affirmation. You know, sometimes people say, oh, just do your positive affirmations. Well, yes, that works, but the actual quickest, easiest way to change your state, which is the way of being, the way you are, the way you're feeling, is um, your vibration, is moving your body because it's going to move that energy the way you move your body is how you feel so if you want to feel better if you want to change the emotion you're in or change your state emotion is motion emotion is motion yeah so energy move your body yeah energy emotion sorry yeah. um so moving your body really helps and it's true, you know, like they've done studies on power poses and how it raises your testosterone. So like think of the difference between a depressed person and a really confidence person. What are their shoulders doing? What are their facial expressions? You know, like where are they, are they is a head down? Is the head up? And so you think about the difference. So even if you, you know, sometimes if I'm in a really down mood, I'll just smile and just start laughing. Because that can something like as simple as that where you're actually changing your facial expression can alter your mood like
0: straight away. Mm -hmm. My husband mm -hmm. does this naturally. Um, (laughs) He look, he's not diagnosed with ADHD, but he has the tendencies, right? And everyone that knows him is aware of this as well. Um, But and I thought it was weird at first, but I started adopting what he does. And he'll just walk around and just start making random noises. Like, and through me discovering how to do it and the benefits of just like ran- making a random like boop noise or like, I don't know, doing the or whatever, yeah. I, I realized how beneficial it was for getting me out of my head. And into the present moment, as well as, depending on what I'm doing, lifting me up energetically. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I discussed this with him that he was like, maybe that is why I do it. like Because it it really does bring you like snap back into the present moment, um, Mm -hmm. which is super, super powerful. Yeah. Um, Now, I guess something I wanted to, to touch on um just before it came up to me was since like looking at all your content and listening to the power of now meditation has hit a whole new level for me so I I started listening to I think it's headspace their meditations back when I was like 17 um and I really I really couldn't get into it um but then listening to the para now really implementing trying to be present um I can get to a stage where I'm lying on my yoga mat after yoga and I am just being like I am just how I am as I am and noticing the thoughts floating by instead of attaching to them but that comes and goes if where if I'm being completely honest where I'm at a lot of this morning I spent stuck in my thoughts and it was really hard to get out. Um, and my whole morning routine is constructed around movement and meditation and mindfulness. Um, so what would you say might be the first step for someone who's really stuck in their mind chatter? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm going to break this down
1: into mindfulness and what mindfulness actually is because I think this will really help. So mindfulness is being able to notice and be aware of your thoughts, feelings, and sensations in the present moment without judgment. So the two components of mindfulness, uh, number one is awareness. Number two is non-judgmental awareness. So being in a non-judgmental state. So the first thing I always say is, Bring awareness to your thoughts. Um, and the way you do that is by tuning in to them and just sit and observe. And the analogy that I like to give is pretend you are in a movie theater, you are in the really comfy seat and you're watching the big screen. and your thoughts, feelings, and sensations are is is coming up on the screen. and you are simply in the seat just watching like you're watching a movie and you're just watching them come and go. The pictures coming on the screen, just like your thoughts and your feelings and your sensations do, but you're not attached. You're just simply sitting and watching and enjoying and being in the moment, you know, being there. Um, so that's the first thing I would say is awareness. Meditation, <laughs> I used to be the same when I started, I, I could not sit still. I was like, I hated being alone because I was stuck in my thoughts, but it's not about, you're never gonna stop your thoughts. Because if we go back to what I was saying before, your brain is there. Your brain isn't there to make you happy. Your brain is there to keep you safe. Mm. Your thoughts are there to keep you safe. So if we know that, then it's okay. Well, I can actually tune into them and acknowledge them in a non-judgmental way. It's okay to have. You. It's okay to have the thoughts that you're having. You might not be able to control the first one, but if you have awareness, you have the choice to choose again. Oh, I notice I'm feeling. I'm really anxious right now. Okay, I'm feeling anxious. That's it's okay to feel anxious. What what am I going to do next? Yes. Um. But yeah, meditation is yeah just observing, sitting and learning to observe, um, being in the present moment, which is the whole part of mindfulness, right? So that at any point in your day, when you're stuck in your mind chatter, your body knows. Oh, actually, I've been practicing this to just be the observer. I practice this every morning in my meditation. I'm getting pretty good at it, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what it also feels like is, have you ever tried to play guitar before? Like learn to play guitar? Mm, Like back in the day. Yeah. So I've picked up electric guitar. (laughs) Picked up. I (laughs) played, (laughs) I started playing when I was, it was October, last October. So what's that? Almost that was six months ago. Picked it up for a couple of days in a row and then I put it down and I didn't touch it for months. But I learned songs, right? And I came back to it on the weekend just thinking I would know exactly how to do it. And I sucked. I like the, the, the rhythm that I was supposed to be following and the notes, I had to break it down into tiny little steps so that I could do it. And mm-hmm. learning to be mindful when you're not practicing it regularly feels like that it's at least for me it's if i'm not practicing something regularly i'm not going to be great at it um and that's just the the truth of the matter like Mm. practice is everything
1: Mm. yeah and that's that neuro that's that's the neuro pathway forming in your brain
0: so Mm. um
1: they say it takes 66 days to form the neuropathway. And, and when the you have a really strong neuropathway, you begin to do things automatically. So forming, a, aka forming a habit, right? So this is why, you know, people say it's 21 days. Actually, the science says, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza in his book, he talks about it, the neuropathways have to form. So you actually, it's actually more like two months so you know, keep going, keep going consistently for two months, and you'll probably start to do it automatically, and it will become easier. Um, yeah, I love I love telling that to people because they go, Oh, yeah. I need to keep I need to be consistent for two months.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's like with anything. Yeah. It's it's also like um like fitness and weight loss as well. People are like, what do you mean I have to exercise all the time yeah, yeah. in order to yeah. do that stuff? Um, yeah, yeah, Now, I also wanted to get into, because we briefly mentioned it before we jumped on recording, and this is something that I experience quite frequently as well, is you are talking about how you were triggered within your relationship the other day. Um, yeah. And I guess I want, I'm curious to know, you don't have to go into specifics if you don't want to if you'd like to that's fantastic um but how you managed that state and i guess how long it kind of took you to get out of that state as well of mm-hmm. being triggered mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
1: yeah thank you for bringing this up this is a really good opportunity for me to empower others in my in my relationship, my loving relationship, I'm very, very blessed and grateful to have such an amazing partner who really loves me for me. Um, and the best thing about him is he is enabling me to grow and to heal the parts of myself that I need to heal. And so a really good example of that was I got triggered. He ended up leaving for a couple of days. And the moment before he left, I got triggered but mm. it was all subconscious right and I couldn't help the way I was feeling I was kind of a bit like I wasn't I wouldn't say I was angry but I was just like oh why are you leaving like oh you know and I got really triggered and then he got annoyed because I was annoyed that he was leaving so it was all just like you know Chaos. which totally understandable right but then it made me realize I reflected um and I was like, why did I get so triggered from him leaving? And then it goes back to my trauma of actually abandonment issues that I have and um, things in my past that I that happened and that led to me feeling these feelings of abandonment. So mm-hmm. having the awareness to understand I'm being triggered. Oh my God, I'm actually being triggered. These are my thoughts. I feel this in my body, in my heart. It's really heavy, it's tight. And stopping and going, why being curious? Why why am I being triggered? Why, why do I feel like this? I think that's one of the most important things. Like, what is this feeling actually? Mm. Like, and, and keep being curious and curious. And so it's made me realize that I do have a lot of inner work to do, but I wouldn't have known that if this event didn't happen. And I'm really grateful that I have a partner that enables me to grow and to heal. And he's really understanding about it all. Um, and I feel really grateful. I think those are the best relationships where you do have room to grow and to heal and, and the other person supports you through that. Um, but as well as that, like if I didn't have the awareness, then it wouldn't have worked.
0: Mm-hmm. It, mm. So it really, it and it keeps coming back to... Um, yeah, that awareness, like you said, like learning, having that skill of being mindful to be able to acknowledge what's going on in your body, acknowledge what's going on in your mind and also try as hard as it may be to separate yourself from the thoughts. And then, um, which I'm sure you you do every day anyway, movement, mm. being able to shift that emotion and that energy because you're really, when, when you become triggered, it's not just, your mind is triggered. Your body has a, an overwhelming sensation as well. And so being able to shift that physiologically mm-hmm. is huge. And I also love, 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 love the way you framed that um, that your partner allows you to heal and to grow because a lot of people don't look at it like that. And this is what I am so huge About, I'm so passionate about the fact that your partner is going to trigger you just naturally by being themselves. They are going to challenge you like you are going to challenge them, their beliefs, values, ideas like so much is wrapped up in relationships and it's not supposed to be all 100% sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. And so I absolutely (laughs) love the way you framed that. I've just been working on a program where. Um, that's like the main, the main point I'm trying to make is like, not just your partners, but people in your life and experiences in your life are there to challenge you. And it's your opportunity to heal and to grow and to face yourself, or you can run and hide and it just grows up and gets worse and worse and worse, which mm-hmm. is not the fun. <laughs> yeah. Not the fun yeah. side of things.
1: Life would like, at least to be honest, Although it is hard, like that's where the true growth lies and life would be so boring if everything was so daisy and good all the time, right? Like mm. you wouldn't grow at all. I don't, Ah, uh, yeah. Although it's hard, like really life is happening for you and that's one of the mantras that I live by. Um, mm.
0: Yeah, growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And healing is not always easy actually I don't think true healing is ever easy I'm it's always there's always tends to be a struggle even if you're the type of person like we are who really want to face things head on these things come up and you're like oh come on I thought I healed this already and then it, gets, it gets it it really forces you to dive deeper mm-hmm. um which a lot of people I think aren't ready for, or maybe they just don't have the awareness of that's what's going on for them. Mm. Um, but, Oh yeah.
1: That's a big one.
0: Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we move on to the quick fire rounds? Of oh, I would love the episode. So um, for those of you who didn't listen to my last podcast with Indy, we do now with our guests, quick fire questions. Um, just, to get into a bit more insight into our guests I suppose but also it's a bit of fun we'll liven things up we are, but we talked about some pretty intense topics as well so we're here we're here for a good time too um cool so first question who inspires you the most and why mm-hmm.
1: oh, honestly I can't pinpoint one person people that inspire me the most are people that I connect with online like you Mm. oh yeah truly like really powerful inspirational woman just in my bubble on my instagram and my community mm. they really do inspire me every day like oh yeah
0: oh my heart. i i feel exactly the same way if you couldn't already tell with the amount of times i was like referring back to your instagram <laughs> but that's that's beautiful i love that and, okay, next question. What is one book you would recommend for everyone to read? Oh, we've talked about it. The Power of Now
1: by Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. honestly. Or um, A New A New Earth is also phenomenal. He also did a podcast with Oprah doing <gasps> chapter by chapter on A New Earth, which I have listened to probably, honestly, I'm not even joking you, probably 20 times each episode. Um my friend and I joke that he is the he is God and he is like he is up here like he I'm like I'm alive when Eckhart Tolle is alive like oh my god (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's actually how I feel about him he's amazing
0: yeah yeah that's so cool and there are people like that that I think if you even think about so I'm not religious but if you even think about Christianity and um, like when Jesus was born there were people who didn't even know that Jesus existed during that time and then like later on in life were like I don't know really connected to that to his teachings and and all of that and so um, I feel like it's the same with like people like Eckhart Tolle even Oprah I love Oprah so much she doesn't have the same profound wisdom as like Eckhart all the time, but she Mm. opens the space to have those conversations and Mm. that's just as powerful agreed Um, yeah what is her yes what is one quote you live by oh oh, well there's a couple
1: there's so many (laughs) um i think the one that i say on my instagram my saying is you can be do and have anything in this world um and if you think you can or you can't you're right."
0: oh that's powerful that one mm. what is the biggest positive and empowering lesson you have learned from any of your romantic relationships mm. that basically just
1: how to heal what what I need to heal my deepest traumas my abandonment issues that I have I think that's the most empowering kind of sounds weird doesn't it it's kind of like polar opposite <laughs> empowering but it's trauma um but yeah that's probably the the most empowering best thing I've learned
0: yeah it, it, it it's funny it will to some people sound backwards um but it's kind of like shadow work um mm, yeah. which you know is for those of you that don't know is being able to look at the shadows or the dark parts you parts you don't like and working through that to, I guess, I don't know how to describe it, even make peace with it, I suppose. Um, mm. And like we were discussing before, that's what your partner's past, present and future, if that's the thing for you, um, that's what they will do, is highlight exactly what needs to be healed. Mm. And the last question. I don't know if I asked you this question. I So I sent these questions to Laura, apparently at some point when I was... <laughs> Unconscious last week. Um, (laughs) And I don't know if I sent you this question or another one, but I'm going to ask it anyway because it's a bit of fun. What is the most embarrassing thing you have done recently that you lived through to tell the tale?
1: Oh my God, (laughs) this is such a good one. So I went to the beach. This is so embarrassing. I went to the beach. Not last weekend, but the weekend before, like probably last hot day in, in New Zealand, like for summer, right? Proper summer because it's autumn now. And anyway, we're swimming and the waves were really big. And I'm like getting bashed around. And my bikini bottoms were starting to like, you know, fall down a bit. And because you know the ones that you tie on the side, it's a yes. tie yeah sorry that's fine like I had them on a double knot the cold getting bash keep I was like oh my god this is getting so annoying and I said to my partner oh let's get out like I was exhausted you know you get hit by the waves fun though (laughs) Um, and so I'm walking out literally walking out nearly I was probably knee height the water was knee height literally one wave comes the wave knocks me and my bikini bottoms. Like it it ripped, like it didn't untie, like the whole side ripped, and it's literally falling down. And I like, (laughs) stuck back in the water. And I was like, like, what the the hell? What the hell? I was like, my bikini bottoms. And because it was ripped, like I couldn't really pull it together. So I had to like, (laughs) <laughs> I had to my whole hand and walk out, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so embarrassing! People probably just saw my vagina." Oh my god, <laughs>
0: that's that is gold. I love that story so much. Holy oh, shit, that's also worst nightmare.
1: So like, <laughs> I'm traumatized, and now and wasn't it funny how the whole time it was fine, as soon as
0: I walk out, like it it rips. Like what? Yeah. On your way out. Oh my God. Oh, in the funny, you, you get paranoid about the not coming undone, not the bikini bottoms ripping. Like, that's just super unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you so much for sharing because I think people are going to really love that and resonate with that. I'm gonna be going to be gone. Awesome. And to finish off, tell the people where they can find you and how they can support you best right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. So the best way you can find me is on my Instagram, which is underscore Laura Ede. Um, If you do not follow me, come come give me a follow. I post really amazing, empowering content, um, mm-hmm. all about mindset, mindfulness, alignment. Um, I'm on there. I'm also on TikTok. Loving TikTok lately. Love, love, love TikTok. So that's um, at Mindset with Laura. Um, how else can you find me? My podcast which I also did a podcast episode with Ashley is called the vibing and thriving podcast. Um, you can search that on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and yeah, those are probably my main three channels, but please, please come in, um, come and chat. I love connecting and just building community. So yeah, come find me.
0: Beautiful. I, if I haven't said it already, highly recommend following Laura um, every day there's some content that is just absolutely what you needed or it you'll use it over the next the coming days um, and also the energy that you put like just naturally your energy is phenomenal but you can feel that coming through in your your reels in your tiktoks you know your and even when you're posting your stories you're saying things with a, a huge amount of strength but there's also, you can tell some compassion behind it as well. And that's like beyond gold to anyone who wants to dive into mindset work, healing, growth, mindfulness, everything. So um, thank you, thank you so much for so coming fine. on. Thank you so much. No, you're so welcome. Well, uh, if you want to hear more of Laura, uh, we'll have a podcast on her podcast soon, an episode all about deepening your relationship with yourself. Um, And for now, enjoy. Goodbye. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's my new outro.